Hello, podcasters. It's Charlie here from the Business of Podcasting. And in today's episode, you'll be joined by me. Yes, I'm doing a solo episode today. And today's episode might be the most important episode I make in 2020. And I want to take you through a paradigm shift that I think has the potential to massively increase the results your podcast now gets. And I've named this episode, It's Not Luck, fish where the fish are. And I want to elaborate that on uh, with a bit of an example in all reality here. In the past 12 months, I've done more than 100 podcast audits and I've done a huge amount of deep dives into podcasting. And overwhelmingly, I think one of the core problems many podcasters face is what they're doing is they're building something in the hope people will come and find it and want it. They're planting these seeds and trying to grow crops that people want. But the reality is that's not how podcasting works and we need to completely rethink how we go about it. And what I want to do in this episode is convey an ideology or a methodology, I should really say, that as podcasters, our whole approach needs to shift to fishing where the fish are. And I'm going to do a whole elaborative journey into what that is in this podcast episode. Now, to go with this podcast episode, I'm also preparing a what I'll call framework that you'll be able to download off our website. So if you want to go to valamedia.com slash resources, the companion framework or workbook, whatever you would like to call it, will be available for download there. So you can go through the exercise and format I'm talking about in this episode. Now, before we get into the episode itself, of course, I want to encourage you to subscribe, but I also want to make you aware of an opportunity that's presented itself uh, in the current state of podcasting. Now, I've been looking around at the state of podcasting in the last month, and I'll tell you right now, this year has taken its toll on podcasters. And what I mean by that is many podcasters have just absolutely given up on their podcast. I can see so many podcasters that have gone into pod fade, and then some really successful shows, what they've ended up doing is putting out really poor quality content. I kid you not, podcasts I used to love and really enjoy, I've been listening to recently, and they have lost their edge. Now, this is your greatest opportunity right now because the way I'm looking at this is this is your best chance as a podcaster to make massive ground on your competition and become one of the category kings. So if you're looking at your podcast right now, I want to reinforce you need to double down. There is plenty of room to make ground on everyone else and take the title in your niche, and I want to encourage you to do so. Podcasting is not going anyway, or anywhere, I should say, and it is not the thing to give up on on 2020. So refocus your efforts, go through the framework and methodology I'm going to be teaching you in this episode of Fish Where the Fish Are, and then I want to see you become the number one podcast in your niche. So without any further ado, let's head into this episode itself. (laughs) 
All right, so to start this episode off, I want to define what I mean by it's not luck, fish where the fish are. And I really want you to understand where this thinking has come from and the understanding has come from so that when you do implement some of these strategies into your own podcast, it makes sense why you're doing it. It's making you competent in the actual methodology. So over the weekend, I was reviewing some marketing material and someone had brought up the notion that there's two types of marketing. You've got outbound marketing and inbound marketing or what they terminology thought about was you've got hunters and you've got farmers. And the way that we're thinking about it is that if you're someone who gets up every day and you do outbound activities like maybe making cold calls, well, you're more of a hunter and your approach to growing your business is that you go out and hunt into the world or growing your podcast wherever it is just for the sake of this example. And then on the inverse of that, you've got farmers and these are people who use content. So what what they do is content is the seeds and then you're planting these seeds that grow into these trees and fruits and you're attracting people to come and collect that fruit and that's how you grow your business or podcast. And I was thinking about this over the weekend that this is the methodology that's actually let podcasters down. This is the thinking that's let podcasters down because what we've ended up with is a whole bunch of farmers who are producing seeds and fruit that nobody wants. They've got this symptom happening where they've built something hoping people would come and they never come. And what I really want people to understand here is that think of it like this. We've got all these podcasters out in the world who are making the content they want to make, creating the podcast they want to make instead of creating the podcast that their audience wants and that their audience wants to consume and be a raving fan of. And I really, really want to switch that up because when you think about it, a fisherman, he's not a hunter or a farmer. He's kind of a little bit of both and a little bit different at the same time. He doesn't even operate in the land of the other two. And that's what I think is really interesting here. So for me, I want to be a fisherman. When I think about what I want my podcast to do is I want it to be the perfect thing for the fish out there. My audience, which of course are not fish, but I would really, really want to think in the idea that I'm making the ideal show for them. I'm making something that they want to consume. So that's where the whole idea came from. Now we're going to go through some sections step by step after this uh, recording I'm doing right now. So in this episode, but before we get into that, I'll mention this again. I mentioned it in the intro, but there is a framework to go with this episode. So if you like the ideas that go with this and you want to sit down and do these exercises within your own podcast, you can head over to valamedia.com slash resources and grab it on there completely free. Come and grab it. Go through this stuff. If you do these exercises and go through this episode, I'll guarantee your podcast does a lot better than it's doing currently. All right. So we're going to dig into fish where the fish are. Okay. So the first question we're going to go over here and what a fisherman would think about first is, well, what fish am I trying to catch? And I think this is a really interesting way of thinking about who is our audience. And what you realize when you look at how a fisherman operates is that depending on what type of fish you're trying to catch, you need a completely different set of skills, equipment, bait, so many things. So without knowing what fish you're trying to catch first, the rest is kind of pointless. And of the fishermen I know, which can, uh, which is rather ironic that I do know a few in my life, you can see that they've got very, very clear intentions of what type of fish they're going after. So what I would want you to do in the first step of thinking like a fisherman is actually digging into who or what are the type of fish I'm trying to catch and quickly realizing that you need to be that defined. A 
fishermen doesn't go after broad amounts of things. They have a very clear intention about who their audience is. Once we know what type of fish we're trying to catch, what becomes great about understanding that is we can very clearly start to understand, well, where do we find those fish? So if you're someone who, say, wants to catch salmon, well, you can only get salmon in certain parts of the world. So best you go to those locations to actually get the salmon. So once you've defined your audience, the next place or next thing to think about is where do they actually spend their time? And what I think is a huge shame or what's become a huge shame is podcasting is what podcasters tend to do is display prey. Every week when a new episode comes out, they're kind of trying to fish in every fishing spot. And all I see them end up doing is spreading their resources way too thin instead of actually spending the time to understand where the audience is. Now, I'm going to say right now, if your audience is on multiple platforms, I want you to pick the two platforms that they actually spend the most time on. I really want you to dig in and understand where are the two best locations on the internet that your audience hangs out. And if you don't know how to do that or don't have the skills to do that, there are many great resources out there today that will help you with this. And I'm going to go through a few right now. Number one is the Google keyword tool. So is your audience searching things on Google or YouTube? You can very, very quickly uh, stake this out. The second thing you can do is head over to Amazon and start putting in terms your audience understands and see what books they're buying. See what items they're buying. You can have a look around on things like Facebook groups or Reddit groups and quickly understand where more of the people and more of the engaged people are. I really like these days that you can even hire people. Yes, you can jump on things like Upwork and get people to do this research for you. And without understanding the best fishing spots, you really don't have the best chance of catching the right fish for your podcast. And something I've been thinking more and more about is just how important it is to get that right. If you can fish just where the best fish are, you will have substantially more success in your podcast. I really want uh, all the fishermen or all the newly formed fishermen podcasters out there to get away from the idea that a wider net or fishing in more places at once delivers a better result. It's simply not true. And I see that across all the shows we manage at Valor Media. All right, so now you know what fish you're trying to catch. You even know where those fish are. Now you've got to think about, well, what equipment would I need to catch these fish? So for example, I want to use some examples for podcasters here because it'll make a big difference. If your audience was on YouTube, so the fish you're trying to catch are on YouTube, and on YouTube, everyone's doing video, then it's likely you will need to do a video podcast if you want to capture those fish on there. So the equipment you will need in podcasting is video equipment. You're going to need a video setup to make that work. Now, conversely, if all your fish is, let's say, on Instagram, well, then you want to take the imagery more serious and you want to take it much more seriously and set up and optimize with the equipment that's right for the job. And you think about it like this from an analogy of a fisherman's perspective, if he's in the right place and he's using the wrong fishing rod or he doesn't have the right uh, lure 
to actually pick up the fish he's trying to get. He's wasting his time even being in that location and he's not going to get the result. Now, this applies so much more than just equipment. And I know as podcasters, we love to get into the technical nature of what camera, what microphone, what audio processor, like all these things matter the most. But even how you look on your podcast makes a huge difference. So if you're in a, let's say, financial market and you're doing your podcast in a tracksuit and a hoodie with a bit of food on it, People that are in that finance market are probably going to look at you and say, this guy doesn't look professional. It's not someone I would trust my money with. Inversely, if you're in the fitness industry and you're doing a fitness podcast and you get on the podcast in a full suit looking like some sort of lawyer, then they're not really going to look in the same way as you either. They want to see that fit person. So, having the right equipment or all that goes into having the right equipment and setup comes into what you will need to catch the right fish from here. So really lean into what is the right equipment to catch the fish you want to catch. Next up, we want to think about the bait we are using. And this is something that I think is very, very underestimated in value when it comes to podcasting itself. But the way I want you to think about this here, the bait you use is really the title's marketing material and topics you cover. So when you look at this right now, if you've got an audience out there right now, they're already grabbing other people's bait. They're out there in the world already getting on other people's uh, fishing rod or eating that up from there. And what a lot of podcasters are doing is they're putting out the wrong bait. They might be absolute experts on the thing they do and be able to help an audience immensely, but they're just putting the wrong thing out there to bring the fish to them. And if you think about it like this, if I've got all the right equipment, I'm in the right spot and I've got the wrong bait, then the all of it is a waste of time from there. Like it's going to produce significantly less, uh, less results. So in this section here, what titles are you using? How many times do you rewrite a title before you actually put it out? How much research into the title do you spend or what topic you're going to cover from here? Because I'll guarantee right now that if you get the bait right, you're going to have a much better time trying to catch these fish from here. So what is the perfect bait for your podcast to capture that audience you want to capture? And again, there's some great tools to help you today in what we didn't have previously, but I would encourage you to go and spend some time where you your audience is. Yep. Go and spend some time in the location where your audience is and really understand what they're already consuming. Don't need to reinvent the wheel. What you need to do is get in line with what this audience wants to eat. Something I didn't appreciate until I understand or understood fishing a lot more is that there's a real technique and skill into reeling something in. So once you've got a fish on the line, they've consumed that bait and they're in the water, you kind of don't just turn the ratchet on the, ro- on the rod and then pull them in. There's an immense amount of skill and technique that goes into actually getting the fish into the boat from there. And of course, the skill you would need would be different depending on what type of fish you're catching. Or maybe you're in a different location and you need a different type of equipment altogether. You might need a net to get your fish into the boat versus someone who's using a hook, line and sinker with a rod. So what I want you to understand here is that this is where great content matters. Now, if you have the best bait, 
but you have incredibly poor skills at reeling them in, you can it all goes to waste. Like you can become great at hooking people onto the rod, but you can become terrible at actually getting them into the boat. So this is where consistent, great content matters and your skills as a host come into the picture. So what I would encourage you to think about here is that this is where I think about making consistently great content. This is content that keeps people coming back week after week. This is content that builds your core audience and has them hang around for a long time. And it's so, so important to get this right from here. One little tip I'll put into this episode, but if everyone spent 30 minutes more preparing for their episodes and not releasing any episodes they didn't feel truly served their audience, the quality of their content would go up immensely. Time and time again, even on some bigger shows, every now and again, I see them release an episode they probably shouldn't have. And if I speak to that host, most of the time they know it wasn't that good and they released it anyway. So be hypercritical when it comes to what content you release on your podcast and only offer the absolute best because it makes a huge difference when you're trying to reel that fish in. As you can probably tell by listening to this episode, I don't do much fishing. I think anyone that was into fishing that listened to this episode would understand the analogy but realise how little I know about fishing itself. Nonetheless, many years ago, I went on a fishing charter up in Cairns, uh, which is in the northern part of Australia. And what was amazing about this is that a whole bunch of us got to go on a boat and basically be the laziest fishermen ever. And what I mean by that is that we basically got to stand in a spot and someone else would give us the rod, put the bait on the hook and throw, essentially throw it in the water and you just had to stand there and when you caught a fish, you got to bring it in and then once you brought that fish into the boat, they took over again. And what I noticed about that is that once you got a fish into the boat, they had a very clear process of how to look after it. So the second it got into the boat, they had their gloves on, they came over and picked up the fish, and they had this whole process to actually get it into ice so that you could take it home and make a delicious meal out of it later, which it was absolutely delicious. I quite enjoyed the experience itself. Nonetheless, what I realize here and how this applies to podcast is, is that once you've got someone in and listening to your own podcast, do you have a clear and organized process for looking after those people, taking them into working with your business or becoming a lead or really that taking of the next step from it? So do you have a good call to action to help this person achieve a result? Can you help them do something cheaper, faster or better? And are they even aware of that? Does your audience know what you want them to do as a next step? Are they really clear on the intention of how they can do business with you or how they should behave if they want to be your best client from there? So in the fishing analogy, what's your process once you have someone in your audience? Do you have those types of things set up so you can have a delicious meal later in the day? Or have you got a whole bunch of fish essentially come to your boat, but you're wasting them because you don't know what to do with them once you get them in? Another thing you'll really notice about people that are into fishing is they're obsessed with measuring and weighing. And if I take you back to the experience I had on my fishing charter, anytime anyone caught a fish, the first thing they did when they brought it in the boat was actually measure the length of that fish and the weight. And what I noticed, if any fish was too small or wasn't the right length, that would actually throw it straight back in the water because they knew it wasn't the right thing to do. They would destroy their ecosystem by not 
treating their environment in the right way. And the way they think about it, if a fish is too small, then they want to put it back so it can grow into a bigger fish that they'll catch another day, or they want to make sure that they don't overfish an area so they can keep fishing. And I think podcasters can learn a lot from this idea from there, that if your podcast is creating great business for your business or producing great leads into your business from here, then you really want to measure the results you're getting from it and make sure you're serving those people in an integral and great way where they will be better off and the overall environment will be better off from there. So I think some deep thinking needs to be brought into the idea of how you measure and weigh the results that come in from your podcast. My last point for this episode, something you'll notice in the best fishermen is once they have a good spot and all the right equipment and they know the bait they want to use, they've got their process, they've done everything in this episode, what they tend to do is repeat it. Once they find an absolute winner, they tend to do that same thing over and over again so that they can produce a really consistent result. And when you think about it, if you knew a spot where you could go and catch great fish, you knew what bait to use, you had the right equipment, all the things went right for this to be an absolute win for you, why wouldn't you keep doing it again? Why would you go through the challenge of trying to reinvent all this stuff constantly? And yet, that's what podcasters do. So a great example of that is I know podcasters where they've had a show that's been successful and then they start covering topics that are unrelated or they're trying to go into areas that just aren't relevant. Essentially, they do everything to make sure that what they had that was working doesn't work anymore. So as a podcaster, I want you to keep really good records of what is working and what isn't working. And once you start to understand and find your winners, just keep repeating it. Do it over and over again. So that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this way of thinking and this methodology towards thinking like a fisherman. And once again, I'll mention, if you want the list of questions and things that have been covered in this episode, head over to valamedia.com slash resources, and you'll be able to pick up our latest guy and apply this to your episode. I hope this episode has challenged your thinking and really got you to think more about how you can be a fisherman in the podcasting world to get far better results than the average podcaster. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, please give me some feedback and subscribe to the show if you have enjoyed it.